Is that a shadow or is someone really there? Do you feel like you're not alone? Well, we all have times when we feel things around us are amiss. It's those times we need to pause and examine these events closer. You are now in Paranormal Time Out. With your hosts, Alex and Ashley. Oh my goodness. Okay, so I've got to share this really cool story that I found. Apparently, there's a free haunted house for anyone that wants it. Oh, shit. Yeah, it's located in Louisiana. And the reason it's free is because these developers bought the land Mm -hmm. and they're going to build houses on this land. And this house is like from the 1920s, early 30s. And so it doesn't really fit in with the other houses they're going to build on this land. So they they want to get rid of it for free. You just have to move it to a different location. So obviously, if you put it on another land, that'll cost you. But land is kind of cheap. But anyway, it's, um, I guess, a really creepy uh, haunted house. And they're having issues getting rid of it. No one wants it (laughs) because it's haunted. Yeah, because I saw it as like white and it's kind of bigger. Well, I mean, not huge, but I mean, it's kind of like a two-story house. Right. And I think they said something about um, an old lady that died there would like stir your um, soup and your pasta and stuff. What? (laughs) They didn't know if there was other spirits. That's what I was asking. Um, But they do say that an older lady who I think was in her 90s died in the front room of that house. And she goes in there. She's like one of those meddling grandmas Uh that if you had anything on your stove, like she would move the pots around and stir it for you. Oh my goodness. Wow. So maybe that's the one that I think that's one of the ones they said, but that's the only thing that I could find too, that I was looking up that it was just the lady. Yeah. But I don't know well, if it's more in than a lot that. of, uh, <laughs> a lot of residents of ex residents of that house have claimed strange experiences in the house, but Ooh. they don't really give too much information about what people mm-hmm. have experienced there. Right. But right. I mean, how awesome is that? We should right. we should try to get this house. I know, just go ahead and yeah, we'll move it cuz I didn't see the part where I know it says something about renovating or something, but I didn't see the part where oh, we just want it moved. So I'm wondering if you buy this free house and pay the money to move it somewhere, if it's not going to be haunted cuz maybe it was haunted because it was on that land. Uh Ooh. that's true, but I don't know. I I think it could be the house. And I see what you're yeah. talking about. Um, Her name was Adele, and she was four foot nine and weighed about 100 pounds. They say she's not menacing at all. She lived to be almost 90, and she was always digging in the pots, like when you have something on the stove (laughs) and someone goes and looks in the pot and stirs it around. Oh, she was helping. Right, exactly. It says she was well (laughs) known for that. And so when we lived there, we used to hear her all the time jangling the pots when we had something on the stove. You could hear somebody picking up the lid and there was nobody in the kitchen. Oh, there's actually a picture of Adele. Oh, yeah, she's a tiny little woman. Yeah, yeah, I think she's like a little old lady. Aw. Now, they say that it'll cost about 
$80,000 to actually move the house and then reassemble it. Hmm. Um, you could maybe get it as low as 40000 Damn. Yeah. Now, reading some of this, it does look like someone claimed the house. Aw. Who are it, these people? It, yeah, exactly. Let's talk to them so we can go investigate the house. <laughs> yeah. Geez. We'll get out there and I just want to come see. But that's a good deal, though. I mean, even if it's 80000 you can't get a house for 80000 anymore, really, unless you're somewhere in the Midwest where I know there's some that still are like 80,000, but yeah. being in Louisiana, I don't know if that's cheap or, um, I mean, that seems cheap. I know that houses in Louisiana aren't very expensive because when we were there recently, we were in Baton Rouge and we were driving around in some of the areas and those houses there are really cool. And I was, I was talking to my husband. I said, Oh, I'll bet these houses are expensive. I looked and they mm -hmm. were like 150,000. Like, Oh, wow. it's like nothing compared, you know, we're used to California prices, which are outrageous. Yeah. yeah out of this world, you can get a dam for 150,000 here. It's like a, um, what a shed. Yeah. Maybe? It's like 800 <laughs> square feet, 500. Yeah. Square yeah. Feet. It's nothing. If that, right. Yeah, exactly. exactly. That wow. that's so awesome. I would love to, mm -hmm find something like that although there was something similar oh. in riverside where there there's these two victorian homes that are near the mission inn and they sat vacant oh. for a really long time and so the city put them oh, up shit. for a dollar all you had to do was come up with a dollar but then you had to move the houses and then restore them Oh. And because they were going to use that, the pro the land that those houses were on, I think they were, it was going to turn commercial or something. No one, you know, took them up on that dollar offer mm -hmm. until I'd say maybe oh. three years ago, maybe five years mm -hmm. ago, a real estate mm -hmm. agent came in and he bought the houses and they Riverside changed it where he doesn't have to move them. He oh, has nice. totally done both of the houses. He's living in one of the houses and then another that the other house, I think he's using as a rental or something, but they are gorgeous houses. I went to them. Yeah. I'm looking at them right now. Cause I didn't hear about that. So I'm looking them up right now and I'm, and they have a video about the guy coming out and looking at the Victoria home listed for a dollar. Yeah. It comes with a catch. Yeah. Right. Oh, exactly. Wow. Yeah. They, those houses are gorgeous now, mm -hmm. especially after he rehabbed them. Oh my goodness. Mm -hmm. I would, the neighborhood isn't all that great, but I would love to live in a house like that. And you yeah. know, I actually, I'm, I don't want to admit this, but I broke into one of the houses and Oh, they were, this is when they, they were vacant and oh. uh, yeah, they, uh, really creepy on the inside, very creepy and old. Yeah. They were, they're showing some of the inside and it looks very, um, creepy. Yeah. 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 So I, <laughs> I bet 100% both of those houses are haunted for sure. Oh yeah. They look haunted with them, you know, just going in there and he took like a flashlight and was going in there and it looked, uh, yeah, very scary. I know. But yeah, I mean, that's, that's so awesome that wow. these people, instead of just demolishing that mm -hmm. house in Louisiana, they're offering it up for someone to restore 
and bring it back to the way it was that that to me yeah. that that's really awesome and it's just yeah. an added boldness that it's haunted <laughs> exactly hopefully they do like talk about the person who bought, bought it or took it whatever hopefully when they move it and restore it i wonder if they're going to come out with any stories saying like hey we have an update it's still haunted she came with the house or whoever else might have been in there. They're still here. Well, you know what, what's interesting, interesting is whenever a house is haunted and you go in mm -hmm. and you start doing renovations to a haunted house, that stirs up even more activity. So I'm exactly. interested to see if maybe more activity happens when they start disassembling the house. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, because you could. never know. You never know. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, since they're disturbing it and moving it, they might be pissed that you're doing that. So all sorts of craziness might be happening. Right. After that. Yeah. Ooh. And we'll post the picture of the house and the, the little old lady that said to haunt the house um, on our Instagram, Instagram.com yeah. slash paranormal timeout. Yeah. And also, if, if, if you guys ever remodeled a house or something and then all the hauntedness came out, you know, give us a call and let us know. Yeah. The phone number is 213-293-7228. But yeah, we wanted to share that mm -hmm. story with you because it's in the news right now. And yeah, when we saw this, we were like, oh, my gosh, how <laughs> awesome is that? <laughs> Well, and the, the lady who, um, her, her and her husband, they bought the land. She actually posted it on her Facebook page and that's where it got all the attention. There's like oh. thousands and thousands of comments on her post. There's 2000 shares of this post. I mean, it's, Damn. there's 666 reactions. How creepy is that? <laughs> wow. Everyone's like, I want it, I want it, I want it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> wow, that is crazy. Yeah, pretty awesome. Well, speaking of also like the creepy real houses, I know we were going to talk about one of my favorite movies that has to do kind of not re really with the house too much, but um, it has to do with The Exorcist. It just reminded me about that because it was the movie that they showed the house in was a totally different house than what it was because when I was growing up I'm like man that's the actual house and it wasn't you know they used a different right. house there is a true story behind the exorcist but I know a lot of stuff happened also on the set of the exorcist as well and fit being in the movie the exorcist if anyone has ever seen it it's so to this day that shit scares the hell out of me I can't like watch I it. still I cannot watch oh my it. god it's still, they even remastered it and it still is creepy as hell. There's people when it came out in the seventies, there was warnings about this movie and people were saying they were throwing up, passing out, running out of the theater. Wasn't there a lot of controversy around Linda Blair and the things she had to say in that movie? Oh yeah. Cause since she was a young girl, like all the stuff that she, you know, she had to curse. They had to give her like a body double because she was too young to do some of the scenes. Oh. Um, when she became the scary ass demon, it was kind of um, the voice was somebody else. And there is a true story about it. But instead of it being a little girl, it was a 14 year old boy. Oh. And he was allegedly a victim. Allegedly, it says, but it was back in 1935. Whoa, way back in the day. 
yeah, like when the first ever known like possessions like this was not really heard of too much, of course, back then. I'm sure it was really and, taboo, too. Oh, yeah. And, you know, no one probably believed it. You know, just like now, they probably don't believe stuff like that. He supposedly got possessed. And these recordings were recorded by an attending priest. And his name was Raymond Bishop. And some of these people are that have had stuff to do with the real occurrences. Mm -hmm. Some were still alive. And there's also a documentary about the true story of it. Um, you just have to look it up somewhere, but you can find it. People thought it was a hoax because it does say that, you know, supernatural was surrounding the events of this little boy. And this guy named William Peter Blatty, he wrote a novel of the exorcist based off this true story. Mm. He was a good kid. And all this weird stuff started happening to him because I guess he had an aunt, a creepy aunt, of course. Yeah, and of course. she like <laughs> she liked to mess with the Ouija board. Oh, here we go with the Ouija boards again. The, the demon boards. Yeah, pretty much. Mm -hmm. She was like, oh, this is how you use it. And she was into all like this demonic stuff in the Ouija board and talking to, you know, so she showed him how to do it. And so she, he was, you know, didn't know any different. He thought it was just his aunt showing him something. It started possessing him and stuff started being carved from the inside out on his stomach, his chest. He didn't do the throwing up of the pea soup thing, but <laughs> but it was they said it was very graphic. I even saw the um, biography or documentary documentary of what you want to call it. The kid's name was actually Roland Doe but AKA Robbie, a lot of doctors thought he was just suffering from mental illness or maybe he was abused. And that's why all this stuff was happening. It says he was actually a German Lutheran family to where, you know, they went to church. Mm -hmm. It was a little cottage in uh, Maryland. The aunt did the Ouija board. All this stuff started happening to the kid marks all over him. Not as bad as the movie. Of course, you know, they dramatized it more. He was speaking in different Latin he was doing different demon voices, um, so they did have to get the exorcism done to restrain him. The bed was moving. He was floating. All the stuff, basically, that was in the exorcist, but not as hyped up. Right. All the priest and everything that was doing the exorcism, they said it was real, while other, of course, people, doctors and stuff were saying, oh, no, he was putting on an act. Mm. The people that were there, the priest and everything were saying, no, we were in there. That was not an act like that reminds me yeah. of that TV show evil on CBS. Yes, it does remind me of that, too. I love that show. Uh, it's really an interesting show. And if you're into mm -hmm. paranormal and exorcism and stuff like that, you should definitely check it out if you haven't. We've only watched a few episodes because it has freaked me out quite a bit. But yeah, it's oh, it's yeah. interesting how these priests, they believe mm -hmm. that there truly is a demon inside these people and they're trying to get yeah. it out. And then there's a psychologist that's on the show that says, no, mm -hmm. this is in her head or this is in their head. And a lot of times it does prove that it is in their head and it's not mm -hmm. something demonic that's possessing them. So I 
again, I'm a skeptic on exorcisms. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I believe in that or not. I kind of do. Like I always do. Believe you believe in lots this story? <laughs> I watched the documentary, and just to me, when these doctors and stuff were trying to say, "Oh no, it's this. Oh no, it's that," but then you have the priest saying, "Okay, yeah, but we're looking at it as a religious thing." The priest and everything looked very, very convinced. I do believe in evil. So I do believe things like that can happen. By watching the reenactment on this biography, it just seemed like that it was true. It seemed to me that it was true. Okay. I yeah, I think it is. I wonder because it was in the 30s if it could have been some form of mental illness that this kid or was he acting out i mean what was really going on once they right. did this exorcism did it cure him mm-hmm. or what does it say because i don't know too much um, about it yeah it basically was saying that they did the exorcism after the aunt's death because she died a little bit after that oh. um they did start ex- um experiencing strange noises furniture moving around all this stuff going on in that house when he got possessed. So before he was even possessed, when the aunt died, all this stuff started going on because she kept messing with the Ouija board in their house. It said that also during the exorcism, the boy allegedly slipped out one of his hands because he was restrained. He broke a bed string from under the mattress and used it as a weapon to cut up the priest's arm. After the exorcism, um, it took a while, but after it, it looks like he went back to normal. So you have two sides of the fence here. The priest and everyone are saying, oh, no, we were there. It's definitely true. And then you have, you know, the doctors and scientists saying, oh, no, he was acting out. He wanted attention. And then he figured when he got all this attention, he had to keep it going. Right. I think a lot of these kids do do things like that. Because remember that one mm-hmm. um, on a previous episode, we talked about that haunting in Enfield, the Enfield poltergeist. And those kids, Mm -hmm. they made it up because they wanted attention. I wonder Mm -hmm. if that's the case here, too. I don't know. I mean, it it obviously makes for a good movie. It's it's number one, like, scariest movie ever made. Yes, and I do believe in evil. I just don't know Mm -hmm. if I believe in possessions like that. They also said... That um, this Thomas B. Allen that I was mentioning, he was actually um, an author, the true story of the exorcism, author Thomas B. Allen offered the consensus of, you know, that he was deeply disturbed boy and there was really nothing supernatural about it. Looks like also with this whole um, experience, the movie The Exorcist was made into a book and made into a movie, but they also said the movie Possessed was more about the little boy. It had more close impact than the exorcist. Have you seen that movie? Yeah. So this possessed movie was uh, creepy as hell too. Again, I, I don't know too much about that story because I refuse to watch that movie. (laughs) And I just, I haven't really looked into too many of these big paranormal stories just because for a while, I was scared. I I, I will admit, yeah. I was terrified of the paranormal. It's not until recently that I'm looking at it differently and I'm not as afraid as I used to be. It could be the house that I'm living in has kind of opened my mm-hmm. eyes 
Yeah. Knowing you, that has opened my eyes. Mm -hmm. I believe everything <laughs> you tell me. Now that I'm learning more about the paranormal, it's really intriguing to mm -hmm. me, but there's still a lot of things that I don't believe. There is some people that are 100% certain, and there's other people that are 100% certain that none of it's true, and then there's everyone that's always um, in the middle. Right. And then you have these people that fake a lot of stuff, and so I think that makes a lot of people not believe in it as well because you have all these people that are faking. Yes, exactly. Because I recently, like a few days ago, sent you a video that was posted on Reddit. And it was these two guys mm -hmm. sleeping in a room. And one guy got like pulled off the bed and he was kind of like levitating mm -hmm. I sent that to you I'm like real or fake and you're like uh I think that's fake right. I'm like oh it's for sure fake and it's because of people yeah, like yeah. that that if something like that did happen you don't know if you should believe it or not because there's so many people out there that right. are trying to fake stuff to get attention and that's what it's all about is attention right. when I saw that video at first I'm like okay I could kind of see that but then I'm like okay why is the guy's feet that he was dragged from just happened to be hanging off the end of his bed exactly how is that comfortable sleeping well and like then that? a lot of like comments were well why is that guy still wearing a belt why are they still wearing right. socks why are they right. not exactly underneath the covers so there is a lot of mm -hmm. what ifs about that video i just thought it was funny and yeah. i sent it to you i mean it was pretty right. good though they did a good job of um doing whatever Making they it did but look real but it definitely was yeah yeah i mean it would have looked more real if they changed up some things you know like the other guy woke up or they were not sleeping at like 7 p.m or yeah, whatever it was exactly or, you know so dumb. <laughs> and neither of them were waking up i'm sorry if someone's i mean unless you're a deep sleeper if someone's pulling on me i'm gonna wake up really uh, quick yeah i would but... too I'm a light sleeper <laughs> so if i hear yeah. any noise that's why i have to sleep with a fan on because I need I'll white noise. Otherwise, if I don't have that, mm -hmm. any sound will wake me up. Yep. Yep. I get I get nervous every time I hear something. I'm like, what is that? What is that? <laughs> yeah. And then I'm just like, I can't sleep. I, I don't like the sound of yeah. quiet. I have to have a fan. It could be dead of winter. I'll turn the fan around so I can hear it. Uh, yep. You That's know, exactly just, how I am, yeah. too. That's why it's creepy for us when we go into some of these houses to do an investigation. And it's so super mm -hmm. quiet. And we hear it. Oh, yeah, you hear well, yeah. everything. And then when we hear a noise, we're like, oh, what's that? What's that? What the hell is that? <laughs> exactly. Like with this um, exorcist thing, too. You guys should go watch either or. But the possessed is more, I guess, based off the little boy. But with the exorcist, they did have a lot of this is where it comes in where people do believe and yeah. don't believe they did have a lot of stuff just like the poltergeist uh -huh. they just they had a lot of stuff going on on set though the set caught Ooh. on fire but the only thing that was not disturbed was the room that reagan well the character reagan was in while she was being possessed really yeah it wasn't disturbed at all a couple people died one guy went to jail um uh, he got for murder. Jeez. I think they also had a real priest come on set and bless it with holy water because there was so much scary stuff going on because they were tapping into yeah. this and they were trying to make it as real as possible. 
And there was so much stuff going yeah, on. Yeah, that's when things can get that, a little tricky when you try to make it as real mm-hmm. as possible. Right. Like they were all having problems. Like I was saying, people I were wonder dying, if they messed with like a Ouija board hurt. or something. Well, in the movie, they do. Uh, they do use a Ouija board. That's how it starts. Uh, okay. She finds she finds this Ouija board because her mom is like this actress. So they're staying in this house. I don't remember if it was like a temporary house or a house they just bought. But she had found, the little girl found a Ouija board. And the mom took it as, you know, back then took it as a game. Because they sell them Yeah, now, and it games. says ages like, like. you could get them at Toys R Us. Yeah. And it says like ages yeah. eight and up or something like that. <laughs> right. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, so this girl, she found it. And in The Exorcist, she found it. And she started talking to this guy that came through named Captain Howdy. That is even yeah. creepier. And the mom's like, okay, enough playing with that. But she would just constantly talk to him, thinking it was her friend. And then it wasn't. It was a demon. It possessed her and made her do all this crazy, scary shit. That's why we... I mean, it's still That's why we sometimes (laughs) have to worry when we we do a spirit box session. Because you're kind of Mm -hmm. opening a door to right. inviting mm-hmm. yeah it's kind of like an audio Ouija yeah board exactly almost. you don't know what could yeah. come through oh yeah you never know because i mean a lot of people might just think oh that's fake it's this it's that but you never right. know there's been a lot of not just with the spirit box but with ouija boards with whatever there's been a lot of stuff that people claim has really happened to them because they were messing around with stuff sometimes good sometimes bad but you never know yeah i know Mm-mm. as i'm sitting in this room i'm hearing lots of strange noises trying to ignore it i know i always hear strange noises in this house but it's an old house and it does all these creaky noises but still sometimes i'm just like okay what was that exactly yeah something made a noise or something I felt something here or something moved or something. And I'm just like, okay, who's here? Like, do you want to help me with something? Or do you want me to acknowledge you? They've never done anything bad or malicious or tried to scare anybody. Although we did kind of get scared when we did that spirit box session at your house. And it said, it said your daughter's (laughs) name and it said your boyfriend, it said your boyfriend's name. And we asked, yes, we asked how many people live in that house. And it said three. So that was a little creepy. That's Mm why I refuse to do a spirit box session in my house. I don't want to know. Yeah, you never know what would come through. And I think it would Mm -hmm. scare me like really bad. So, yeah, that's why because you don't know what's at your house. Right. Yeah. Because here I knew somebody died, you know, so but there. All the weird stuff that goes on in there. Yeah, you you don't know what will come through. Right, exactly. Like at all. (laughs) Now that the restrictions are kind of being lifted here in California, I think that Mm -hmm. maybe our next episode or an uh, episode in a few weeks will actually be us going out to some of these abandoned places and investigating and of course we're going to do it during the day so it's a little more safer for us oh yeah definitely during the day (laughs) yeah i think we're going to try to do two places in one day because they're Mm -hmm. near each other definitely have that to look forward to Mm -hmm. yeah i can't wait we haven't done one in a while well it seems like a while i mean i guess we did just do one at the that one owner's house i miss getting out and going to I mean, a lot of people are still going out anyway, but 
you know, I, I want to do some more investigations. And I think that's what everyone who listens to us wants us to do and more, I, too, because I know we I want miss, to. <laughs> I miss you, Alex. I haven't seen you. Oh, I miss you too. in a long time. It sucks doing this uh, over the Internet. I know. But I mean, we're just trying to be safe. Yeah. Yeah. We got to do what we got to do. Like today, um, you know, sidebar, I had to go to the dentist again, you know, my weekly visits to the dentist yes. <laughs> when you go in there they give you i mean and i and it's a little dentist office and it's so nice in there they sanitized my hands they gave me a mask they had to take my temperature they're being real like just in case oh, over there. good and yeah, i yeah. think our one year anniversary is actually in a few weeks yes yeah, so if you guys want to send gifts <laughs> creepy watch us get a whole bunch of ouija boards hey and shit. A, a gift to us would be promote our podcast and right tell all your friends about this this podcast and and why you like us and if people like creepy paranormal stories or ghost investigations that they should listen mm -hmm. to us because because that's what we do yeah we have our instagram we have our twitter and um, my mom actually is putting our stuff out there on Facebook awesome. on her because um, she I guess she talks to a whole bunch of people on Facebook. I don't have the Facebook. We don't have like a thing for a no, Facebook. No, I don't do Facebook either. Podcast. I don't. Do but my mom was like, well, I'm going to put it out there. And so she said she was going to uh, post it because she said she knows a lot of people that want to hear some paranormal. Awesome. Shit. Yeah. And I mean, <laughs> we're here for your entertainment. We we try mm -hmm. to be as entertaining and fun as as we can. And we appreciate mm -hmm. all the new listeners yeah. we have. Is it up and going now that our website where you can get our merch and stuff if you guys ever want? Yeah, anything? it's on um our Instagram. It's not it's, it's on not, our Instagram. Yeah, it's right? not yeah. clickable. You'll just have to try and copy it, I think. Right, because my dad got a apron and he wants me to sign it. So soon I'm going to get a picture of my dad wearing an apron awesome. of ours. And I'm going to post it as well because I'm going to go visit them soon. So always remember, guys, go watch The Exorcist. Go watch Possessed. And while you're watching that, during and after, think of us and have pleasant nightmares.